1: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. You know, I just heard Stafford and Supria riffing on this idea that the Honeypot, the first licensed dispensary in Toronto, uh, on Queen West, was using a scanner. And uh, this has now become somewhat of uh, a concern, I think, to anybody who values their privacy, that these people can actually, if they uh, are so inclined, to build a customer database. It's a company out of the U.S. of A. And... uh, I don't know how confident you would be that these people would be based on an honor system, uh, not doing you a disservice when it comes to privacy. I wanted to talk about these related matters, privacy, uh, who is watching these people exactly? Is it an honor system that uh, we take it as an article of faith they're going to do right by us? A lot to unpack. Ann Kavukian is entrusted with doing that, three-term privacy commissioner here in the province, as well as distinguished expert in residence, the Privacy by Design Center of Excellence at Ryerson University. And good to have you back on The Oakley Show. Good afternoon.
0: Always a pleasure, John. Thank you.
1: All right, so let me just start with this uh, cannabis dispensary. They were using ID scanners. This is at the Honey Pot on Queen West. Uh, Scanning driver's licenses with a device that obviously Uh. sucks in all of your data and can be abused or misused.
0: Oh, it's ridiculous, John. I mean, I've just never heard such an asinine use of scanning your uh, identity like your driver's license for example and why they would need to scan it for god's sakes i mean you go to a liquor store uh trust me it's been a while since they asked for my identity <laughs> mm. <laughs> people and you show your driver's license or something else which has proof of age on it they look at it and they go okay fine yes if they ask for id You can show it to them, but don't allow them to scan it. The scanners can retain your identity um, relating to your driver's license or whatever you're showing, and you don't know how it could be used in the future.
1: Well, uh, you know, the company uh, who manufacture this, I think it's out of Denver in the States, uh, they're saying, well, the scanners are meant to flag fake IDs and verify unusual IDs.
0: Oh, please. Okay. I mean, really, that's what we need. All you need is you need to have proof of age. I'm, I'm assuming that's the why they do this. I mean, you don't need to go to such lengths that the liquor stores don't do this. It, it's excessive. And you have no idea. I always tell people beware of the unintended consequences of having your personal data collected by parties unknown. You don't know where it's going in terms of the scanners that are um, U.S. based companies trying to verify. Uh, identity you don't know how it could be used in the future and you don't know if it's going to be linked to your purchase of cannabis which in many jurisdictions is still not legal so why do you want to do that
1: well that's a good question why do you want to do that as polite Canadians to a fault are we cowed into complicity like uh, you know you, they ask we comply and yeah. we get our product and go on our merry way I mean what if you resist
0: say no just say no and they're gonna lose business that's the bottom line this kind of practice cannot be condoned. In fact, the Federal Privacy Commissioner of Canada, Daniel Terrien, has actually told people to pay with cash um, because you don't want to leave any association with your identity and cannabis purchase yet at these early days. You don't know how it could be used against you in the future, whatever. So certainly don't allow them to scan your ID.
1: All right. It's an interesting uh, little bit of a deviation from <laughs> just say no to drugs when you're there to buy the drugs. You're saying no to the scanning now that lets you buy the drug. Anyway, uh, getting confused about the just say no project again yeah. with Ann Kavukian, three term uh, privacy commissioner in the province. Let me ask you about another issue. Uh, this is now where yeah. Facebook is uh, taking some heat. Oh, well, all the big social media giants, uh, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, uh, Google amongst them, where it's uh, suggested in the UK, for example, that they're going to set up special regulatory bodies to oversee these social media companies. Uh, Here in Canada, we're even contemplating the same thing, where the government would regulate these companies because they don't think that they're actually regulating themselves well enough. How do you feel?
0: Well, as you know, in the past year, all of the breaches of privacy that have been witnessed from Facebook, um, you know, it's just been unprecedented and Cambridge Analytica was just the first one and there's been one after another so there's understandable concern with social media Facebook in this instance collecting information from individuals using it in ways that were never intended because there are privacy settings you can set on Facebook that are supposed to protect your privacy and prevent it from access but to third parties unknown now the only good news of all of this all these transgressions John is that I think Facebook is now genuinely uh, trying to fix things and go in a more privacy-protective direction because their membership don't like it. Um, You know, 82% of people feel that social media is a waste of time these days, and there's increasingly a lot of division about what they're reading on social media especially. So with Facebook, they're now doing an about-face and so to speak, and trying to go in a more privacy-protective direction. Now, if that's true, and I always say trust but verify, then bring it on because we need that big time. We have to have some trust involved in these social media activities.
1: It's interesting you mention that because Zuckerberg is on record as saying they're going to become more privacy focused. Uh, You say trust but verify. Let's wait and see Uh, because they've come under some heat uh, because users' passwords were stored in plain text.
0: Oh, can you imagine? (laughs) And I mean, who would know better not to do that? And a huge company like Facebook, which has, you know, gazillions of security people. I mean, surely, I would tell people always, always encrypt data at rest. And passwords are the most important things. So that's why it's staggering the lack of attention they focused on this in the past. But hopefully that will be changing now. And I always say, if it's going in a positive direction, then let's commend them on the new new direction they're taking.
1: Again, with Ann Kavukian, former Privacy Commissioner in the province. You know, when you cite that stat, 82% of uh, feel that social media is a waste yeah. of time. This is a new yeah. poll that was conducted by NBC News and the Wall Street Journal. Uh, 60% don't trust Facebook to protect their data. But where it gets interesting, 55% said social media does more to spread lies than the truth.
0: See, that's the problem. People don't believe social media anymore, understandably, because you don't know what the sources are. You don't know what's motivating the stories that are being pushed out there. So there's a lot of distrust everywhere. And unfortunately, these days, my understanding is most people get the news off of social media as opposed to reading it on newspapers and other places. So we're at a real tipping point. We've got to get some greater trust in these Uh, communications that we're getting from social media. I'm hoping that Facebook really will do an about-face and go in a more positive direction.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I, I kind of alluded to this in the last hour when we had the NDP's education critic on, Merit Stiles, about the, uh-huh. the ban on cell phones in the classroom. And right. I was suggesting to her that having spoken recently on the air to a 17-year-old, it was kind of a project day, uh, where she gets her news and she said she yeah. gets it from Twitter. And, you know, it just... <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, I was... Maybe uh, somewhat disconcerted by that because understanding, you know, the way the news is disseminated, yeah. you can't have yeah. a sole source, and especially if there's a source that may actually have an agenda, or uh, you yeah. know, yeah. they can they can lean you in one direction or massage the message. Exactly. Uh, so on that front, when it comes to this kind of messaging, how do we know we're really getting uh, something that resembles the truth or impartiality? <sighs> Uh, oh. uh, you know, is that a concern? Because this is where I guess a lot of people don't trust the media now to give them that. Yeah,
0: yeah it should be a concern. And, you know, I, I have a large Twitter following. So tell her to follow me on Twitter and she can trust me. So you've <laughs> got to be honestly. You have to be able to trust the source. And I try very hard to be as, as truthful as I can and give references that people can can check on things that I'm saying. But not everyone goes to such lengths. And so depending on who you're following on Twitter, that's where you have to be discerning. Is this a reliable source? And that's got to be the first question you ask.
1: Well, how do you know, though? Because uh, there's some fear from the government here in Canada that... uh you know, there might be foreign sources looking to sway the election upcoming in October or in yeah. the states that's become really a cause celeb as well. Yep. Do we take it uh, upon as an article of faith that, you know, these people like Facebook, Google, Amazon, Twitter uh, will, you know, be impartial or because they've been known to kind of editorialize, if you will, or slant, slant things. Do we need oversight by a government regulatory body as they're planning to do in the U.K.?
0: I think you need some kind of oversight at some level because it makes such a difference. And I want to be clear, when I was Privacy Commissioner for like many years, the oversight isn't just relating to um, companies like private sector entities, but governments need oversight too. My independence in, in terms of my ability to oversee their expertise is critical. So I think independent oversight is always a plus, and it also keeps people on their toes. So bring it on.
1: All right. Anne, it's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for your perspectives. We'll talk soon, I'm sure.
0: Thank you. The pleasure is always mine, John. Thank you so much. There you go.
1: Anne Kavoukian, distinguished expert in residence at the Privacy by Design Center of Excellence at Ryerson University. Got to come back in a moment to tell you all about the new motto for the province of Ontario, open for business, it ain't.